When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is a Planners and Wine production. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Reality and Wine. I am Megan, and I am here once again with my girl, Laura. Laura, how are you? Hello, hello. I This time I can't say live from New York, because I'm not in New York this not week. York. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right, right now we're hanging out in uh, South Carolina. John Michael mm-hmm. and I do, we call it a planning weekend. Um, the first four years of our relationship, we were long distance, and so we tried to get together Mm-hmm. for one weekend and just like sit down with our planners and be like okay when are you in class when are you working like when can mm-hmm. we actually see each other and now it has become one of our favorite traditions y'all Laura has for real been a planner her whole life <laughs> like she is not new to this she is true to this oh my god <laughs> I love it I know <laughs> I love it and she's so dedicated to reality and wine that she's doing this from a hotel room as we speak I could not it is oh. one of I think my favorite first episodes ever, just like so many things to go through that I was Mm -hmm. like, there's no way we could delay this. We have to, the show must go on. The show must go on. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what, before we talk about Michelle season, we wanted to talk about Piper a little bit. Piper (laughs) from Bachelor in Paradise. I know that feels like a million years ago. Uh, You know, she had the whole situation with her and Brendan and them being on just for Instagram followers and all that nonsense that went on. Well, she was on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast a couple weeks ago which is basically like the official bachelor podcast or whatever yeah Yeah. and uh she was some giving some details about her and brendan really just kind of sharing her side of the story um she didn't really tell us too much more that we didn't already know coming from her side of the story i feel like but she did let us know that her and brendan are in fact still together there have been some rumors that they had broken up girl that uh, that that was the thing that got me because honestly that's the reason why i listened because i wanted to find out like from her mouth if they were still together and the fact that she has seen the show and really seen like what he was because you know before she could claim oh i didn't know what he was doing before i got here well now you know you've seen the show and you're still with him and it's like okay even if she wants to be like oh you know he just had a bad moment or whatever the thing that stuck out to me was uh, at one point, Becca had asked her, you know, on the show, Brendan had told Natasha that he hasn't had, that him and Natasha have had way deeper conversations than what you and him have had. Um, what do you feel about that? How did he explain that? And she basically, she basically said without saying that she has, she's never gotten a clear answer from him about that. And I'm just like, y'all are in a relationship. How right, is... that's, your, that's your boyfriend. You never got a clear answer about that? Like, right, right. Like, how can the person you're actually literally in a relationship with not be clear to you about something? And why are you 
accepting of that. So that alone just made me just come to the conclusion that I already come to was really that this was all Brendan. He had kind of just dragged Piper through this. She really had no interest in going to Paradise. She only yeah. went because of him. And this was his mess. And she is basically just a young, like, 23-year-old girl being dragged down by this guy who is probably... I don't see long term for this no, relationship no. at all. He's gonna be on to the next. So like what girl, what were you thinking when you were listening to that? Yeah, I mean again, I think it goes back to our whole conversations of like why we should not put twenty-one year olds on a show looking mm-hmm. for their forever partner, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, but like yep. <laughs> I yep. think the biggest thing to me and the the thing I walked away with is she just sounded so entitled. You know, she that did. whole entire episode that she was had. Now I get it, it's a Bachelor Nation podcast you know, maybe they want to put her on something else. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know why she even got kind of this edit because there, I think there were other people on the beach. Like, who was that other couple they kicked off during Paradise? It was um, uh, Connor and Elena. Or and Elena, or yeah. Like, they uh-huh. didn't get an edit. Like, they didn't um, get that show, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, part of me is like that. But, like, I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me is, like, there were two women who were fighting on national television, right? Mm-hmm. Piper and Natasha. I mean, they weren't, like, punching yeah. each other, fighting. But, like, there was a fight going on there right and she said in the episode that she has never contacted natasha mm-hmm. she really wants to give her her space she wants to do all this like girl you're gonna go on this podcast it's gonna be broadcast mm-hmm. to everyone it's literally the bachelor nation podcast and you can't shoot natasha a dm or a text and apologize you know like yeah yeah her her apology was this podcast which like to me is just so like half-assed yeah, it really was. It, it it was. And you know what? Honestly, when I was listening to it, I was kind of thinking, okay, maybe she, I mean, she's telling us she's sorry to Natasha, but she's not telling Natasha that she's sorry. And to me, my perspective is honestly that Piper herself doesn't have much to be sorry about. Right. She she only be sorry on behalf of her boyfriend, who she is still in a relationship with. Because I don't feel like she really did anything directly to Natasha. It was more so Brendan who who Brendan is the one who absolutely deserve who owes Natasha the apology. And I just feel like if if Piper really feels like she doesn't owe Natasha apology, which I honestly don't feel like she personally owes her an apology. I wish she would just say that, but I think she's just saying whatever she can to try to save face and try to clean this yeah. situation up. Because to be honest, like I said, I don't feel like she did anything wrong to Natasha. It was Brendan. Everything was yeah. Brendan. I don't think she, I don't think there was this big plan. I really feel like you know, she was really interested in him. She was totally content with them not going to Paradise because she already met her person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I really want to go to Paradise. This is an opportunity to be on TV. You should come join me. And I feel like he, because I think I, um, what was his name? Um, Ivan? Ivan, yes. Ivan was on um, Nick Vial's podcast. Ooh, yeah. And he had kind of gave a little bit insight into that situation. And he said, when Brendan came to the beach, Brendan was open to other relationships. Yeah. So I don't think that he went there for Piper. And I truly believe that if another girl had came in that he was really, really interested in, like Brie, for example, there was a mm-hmm. rumor that he had slid in Bree's DMs and he was really interested in her. I think that he would have dropped Piper or Natasha or whoever for her. Oh, so yeah. I think maybe he just kind of sold Piper the dream to be like, oh yeah, we're so serious, but I just don't want to be committed yet. I want to go to Paradise and just get on TV when really he wants to go on Paradise, not only to be on TV, but to explore these other relationships. I that, really, you know. Th- that and I found it really interesting because like 
a bunch of couples who like broke up on the beach like the day it mm-hmm. aired like we're like we're together we're in love like don't mm-hmm. trust everything you see on tv I found it interesting that they didn't necessarily post anything and I remember Piper saying like we just want to stay out of the public eye like we're not trying to ruffle any feathers mm-hmm. but like honey if he is like not willing to post you on his Instagram like y'all like can I get it Instagram is that not is the end of the world like if it was up to her she would be posting them 100%. but she's she's letting him have the reins in that relationship and he's the one who's like oh no we shouldn't do this we don't want to refer any friends right. exactly like you said like all of that is him and he's he's bullshit he's full of it I he's she trash. really needs to let him go yeah she's just gonna have to figure that out the hard way and she's just gonna let this guy drag her down in the meantime who is just really not worth it like this is not gonna be her husband it's just not I know it's it's too much effort now like dating Mm. dating should be fun like y'all got no kids you don't have Mm -hmm. any you not own property together there's no like or dating that right now should just be fun it should just there's nothing I'm not saying that like you know there's not trauma there's not things Mm -hmm. that happen but like it should just be fun right now it should just be happy relationships are work yes we all recognize it but like it shouldn't be this intense this early on absolutely and the two people should be on equal footing like I feel like it's very obvious from everything that's gone on that Piper is way more into him than what he is into her if nothing else is obvious I think that's very obvious and when that is already the dynamics very early like she is holding on to this relationship by, by with dear life basically and he could probably care less to be totally honest like He's probably just with her because she's there and it makes him look better throughout the situation to know that, oh, well, at least they are still together. That's the one thing that he has is that she has not dropped him. A hundred percent. So as soon as it's not convenient for him to be with her anymore, then he's going to drop her too. Yeah. But, mm, ah, okay. Way. So all in all, mm, Ryan sucks. Ryan, (laughs) let's just jump right into it. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, let's start at the beginning, okay? (laughs) Lord, you're you're killing me. Yes, he does look well. Um, okay, so I'm very excited about Michelle's season. I was very excited watching the episode. She looked absolutely amazing. Um, one of the podcasts I listened to is um it's Bachelor Party. Um, mm-hmm. and they were trying to talk about how we really did not get to learn a lot about Michelle during that season, but hopefully we'll learn about a lot about her as the Bachelorette. And I totally yeah. agree. I don't feel like, like we left that no- season on a lot. Yeah. No, none of us liked Matt's season. But and mm-hmm. also too, like I again, like, and we'll get we can get into the whole Clayton thing because that will become its own thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like I had no idea she was mixed. Like that was not, you know, mm-hmm. like something that we knew anything because we spent the whole season figuring out figuring out who Matt was. Like all That's I true. knew is that like she was a teacher. Yeah. And she was athletic. I had no yeah. idea that she like played D one basketball like I Uh knew that after it announced because Mm -hmm. like you know we did some research into it but like no idea how -hmm. much she cares about family or like the insecurities she went through or anything like Mm -hmm. we literally did not get an arc about her in that season no but she looked amazing again I as I said in the last episode if I do not look like Michelle on my wedding day we have to throw throw the whole (laughs) wedding away just start over (laughs) yeah yeah I totally I totally agree we didn't get a lot I want to say 
and I'm not 100% sure, but when they did whatever version of their hometowns that they did, which is basically bringing oh, Michelle's, that, yeah. I feel like they brought her parents there, but it wasn't touched on a lot. I feel like at some point, her and Matt talked about them both being biracial, and that was like a connection that they had. But once again, it was not focused on at all, and I feel like that's because, I mean, obviously when they're editing the show, they know that she's not the winner, so they're mm-hmm. not going to spend a ton of time on her story, whereas had she been the winner, I feel like we would got a lot more of yeah. those conversations, which I'm sure they probably had. But yeah, and her her parents seem absolutely like lovely and amazing, so and yeah. it totally makes sense like why she is the way she is. She seems so grounded, so normal, like so humble, like probably one of the most like humble seeming like bachelorettes we've ever had. Like I just feel like she's like super grateful for this experience, and it's not going to be filled with you know bs at least not coming from her i don't think she's going to be indecisive at all like i feel like she's no. gonna know like who and what she wants and it's going to be a really good season well and even before her season so the, each one each season usually has some sort of launch party now mm-hmm. they haven't had one like for claire and Tasha's season yeah. they did like a drive-in and then they like collected it's like a fundraiser right mm-hmm. I, I don't know what all that but i loved michelle's she hosted a teacher drive and so she, she had did. all of these companies come mm-hmm. in and teachers could go through and build baskets for mm-hmm. their classes filled Amazing. with like supplies that you need mm-hmm. think, like things that you wouldn't splurge on like mm-hmm. this massive like and that was the whole her whole drive was like yeah we'll have this fun event but like I also want to give back to teachers and then like you know you have Claire's season mm-hmm. which is like let's do a driving movie like you yeah. know it's just yep 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 it's just like I mean I'd love her I do too. I do too. Like, can she just be the bachelorette forever? Like, if this doesn't work out, like, give right. her another season. Just like, like let's redo it. Who, who, seriously? What's that guy they gave two seasons to? Brad Womack. Yes. Was it Brad Womack? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was somebody like that. Yeah, girl. They gave him two and then seasons. he didn't end up and with anybody. Oh, right. Like, so if Michelle doesn't <laughs> find love. She one hundred percent deserves a second season. And I heard. before they clicked before they clicked funny before they chose claire Mm -hmm. they were thinking about bringing hannah brown back to do another season i heard that and she was the one that said no like it was like god because i mean i really did like hannah as the best i didn't need to see her twice though like you had tyler cameron was right there and you didn't choose him so you're done right you're done and she but thankfully she has a man she's very happy in her relationship she looks cute you know but no we didn't need to see two seasons of hannah alabama like stop (laughs) um (laughs) so what do you think about so this is probably going to be our last season of having this kind of hybrid hosting situation with Tasha and Caitlin like what do you think about them as hosts okay so I will say I I love them as hosts Mm -hmm. I really like seeing their dynamic I don't necessarily think that we need to like that part I could, mm. you know, but like, I also get that. Like they, like you want someone to keep you company, like a dog. Yeah. Well, that sounds mean. They're not dogs, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but I get that. Like you want someone else there. I think it was nice to have Tasha and Caitlin for Katie season because mm-hmm. Tasha literally just came off of being the bachelorette. Like, right, right. you know, like she quote unquote, like wasn't as seasoned as mm-hmm. Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, think that I will I know Jesse Palmer is coming in to be the the next bachelor that's fine mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. 
I love that it's someone who's been in their shoes, someone who can relate to the things that they're going through. Mm -hmm. But I personally think that we should have like a bachelor, a previous bachelorette be the host for the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And then like a previous bachelor be the host for the bachelor. And then like one person or like someone for bachelor in paradise. Like I like the idea of having one person who's keeping it constant, but I I also think it should be as someone who's done it. But like, cause also think like, Think about the dynamics of this. Mm-hmm. If Michelle was the bachelor and then like Jesse Palmer, like she has no tie to who this person no. was. She probably wasn't even watching the season. When Nobody does. Like, exactly. Exactly. And it's kind and then, of similar to how Chris Harrison was, but at least right. since he had been with the show since the beginning, he was kind of like a father figure right, to these right. people. He kind of had a little bit more to do. I feel like Jesse Palmer is not probably going to be doing as much as what Chris Harrison is doing because it's just like, okay, like what the yeah. hell do you know? Like you were on this show, like what, over a decade ago? Right. Like, and I don't he's just a host he's literally yeah. just a host I don't think the hosts do much besides like it's like an MC at a party it's like mm-hmm. food is out mm-hmm. table seven start mm-hmm. now like yeah this is the last rose like yep. so I don't think that like they play they play like such a crucial part oh. I do think it's probably nice to have a host there to have mm-hmm. someone who's been there to have someone who you can talk to to have someone who mm-hmm. can like you know help you if anything comes up or whatever like mm-hmm. and I and I do think it's nice like from a like brand perspective Mm -hmm. to like have someone who's in it doing PR for it like yeah you know I I get all of those aspects of it but I kind of like the idea of like the bachelorettes have a girl and I do too the bachelor has a guy yeah I I like that too and I just like the aspect of them really having somebody that they can talk to like yeah they're not gonna be able to maybe Clayton because I'm sure him and Jesse Palmer have a lot in common he'll be able to talk to him (laughs) but like the the average person who is doing this like Michelle is not gonna be able would not have been able to connect with Jesse Palmer like that so it is good but yeah I don't know maybe in future seasons they can like let the bachelorette bring her best friend or something like that like Like, just to have somebody there we go there we go (laughs) just have somebody they can like really talk to about the guys besides just the producers or whatever I've always Um, wondered I I don't know was it whose season was it I don't know in one of the seasons they had brought on oh in Becca's season they brought on like Rachel Lindsay and a couple Mm -hmm. of her friends from the show and they were like I like don't know why they don't do that more often that was cute and that was cute and yeah I like that because then you could get to I mean obviously everybody wants to know like what are your friends' opinion of these guys that you're potentially dating like who do y'all like who do y'all dislike like having that type of feedback I really feel like can can help people like if they're really you know trying to you know take this to the fullest extent and really get something out of it I think having that type of feedback and then yeah, I feel like it makes for good tv also because it's just bringing some other people in so we can hear their perspectives and stuff too so yeah bachelor uh producers if you're listening um don't just leave it to Jesse <laughs> like no do yeah. not do not yeah but girl okay so one thing that I always dread on night one <laughs> is the intros I hate watching the intros, I hate the silly ones. I hate the serious <laughs> ones. I hate them all. Like, they're always so awkward to me because I feel like I'm, like, putting myself in that position. Right. And I would literally just not know what to say. Like, I kind of, even though, you know, obviously Tasha really got cheated out of a real season, I was envious of her. If I, w- I would be envious of her if I was another bachelorette because she literally just got to walk into a room looking right. freaking stunning and yeah. all the guys are just there. Hey, yeah. I'm Tasha. Who wants yeah. to go so talk? Entrance, so one entrance at a wise, time? Mm-hmm. You would rather do that. I 1, totally 000%. feel the same thing. 
Yeah. I would not Tasha's because they were all like kind of caught off guard, but I would love yes. if all the men were just there and then yeah. like imagine massive staircase, mm-hmm. like a big moment, me going down the staircase, yep. like yep. right there. I am the same way. I hate entrances. I hate like, it. I, I don't know why we start that. Why do they keep that? I don't know. And I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I feel like with The Bachelor, it's a little less awkward to me because I feel like for the most part women are a lot less like gimmicky and obviously weird than me like men are way weirder than women are (laughs) I'm just gonna throw that out there so on the bachelor I don't mind it as much but something about the bachelorette and especially once the gimmicky weird ones start coming up like if I was the bachelorette anybody who came in with the gimmick if I wasn't like super attracted to you your ass is going home tonight like this is I can't I can't (laughs) like think about like Dale you know mm-hmm. did he do like he didn't do a gimmick I feel like the anything. people who do gimmicks feel like or a producer or someone has told them like you have to do something to stand yep. out because you're not going to be around here for a long mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you know like I I look at all the people who have done really well in the series and like I it's mean besides Katie for the like, most part Katie, Katie brought yeah. a dildo, which was its own thing. But like, yeah. again, as we talked about, like, I don't really think Katie was like what who everyone was like gunning for the next Bachelorette. It just right. like it kind of. I feel like it's kind of levels too because I can't remember. Yeah. Even though I really despise this person, like Garrett from Becca season, who Becca ended up choosing, I remember he pulled up in like a station wagon or some type of right. family car or something like that. And even though I can't stand him, he's awful. That was cute. Something yeah, like, like that is fine, yeah. but costumes and beds and your head <laughs> on the platter. I like the bed entrance guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was fine, but the inch. Yeah, it's, it, no. I feel like it's just levels. So, like people who come in like in a cool car or something. Yeah, yeah. I can or like the that. ice cream truck guy. Even though mm-hmm. we can talk about him later, but like if I like someone would have said, "Here's this ice cream truck," I would have said, "Great, get me a strawberry." Like one thousand percent. Seriously, yeah, I love you know. it. I love that is okay, but anything right. yeah. those ones, that, I they, I cringe. I cringe. Or I, I I do like the ones too. Like if someone, it's not their native language, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like they say something and they say like you know yeah hi or whatever and yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's okay. you know like that one's fine for me but it's like when you get like you're saying like the guy last night who showed up with no pants what like this is a black tie event what do you mean I you're showing up with like turn around turn go away. around go Goodbye. or the guy who <laughs> the guy who showed up with the damn salad like plate or what was he oh, a best meal gosh. or something something then he has to stay in that for hours that's the thing i feel like you they must they must tell it. them like right. if you put on a costume you have to stay in this all night and see it through and they were there all like when she did like the rose ceremony it was the morning the sun was right. out yeah so, so it's literally say, all night yeah no i i've heard them say like claire like claire's was like a 15 hour like they were there from like nine o'clock at night to like way in the I mean morning. I know it's like a lot of people you have to talk to but even if you talk to everybody for like 10 minutes 15 minutes tops it still shouldn't take that long right? yeah I, I mean I bet I bet they do so many things like filming wise and yeah. like you know they drive by her and so you can get those sound bites of the guys in the car like oh my god like Insane. you know and then I bet they may, probably make them come out a couple different times to like get different camera angles like yeah oh my gosh you know that sounds brutal 
literally i'd be like on. okay another drink please seriously <laughs> seriously like, how, do you, how do you expect me to make it through all of this um, yeah yeah like the introductions i like the most are just where the person just walks up hi my name is so-and-so i'm so excited to be here with you and yeah. whatever that's well, it no like- pickup lines nothing like that <laughs> just simple you know yeah well, I think it's like, think about it. Like if you were to, I always think about things that I think the couples that do the best on the show are the ones who act like they would in the real world. Like yeah. in the real world, are you showing up to someone and you're, you're out here? Like, in the no. real world, you probably go into an ice cream date, but like, exactly. are you showing up with no pants on to be like, Hey, like, excuse me. So that it could be yeah. like yeah. harassment, you know? It is harassment. Exactly. <laughs> if I didn't ask you to do this, I didn't consent to seeing you with your drawers on. No, absolutely you know? not. yeah I agree so what were your favorite entrances okay so ice cream guy was Mm -hmm. for sure my favorite even though he was problematic later on in the episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that yeah but I thought the entrance itself was nice was easy yeah um our boy Nate who again we can chat a little bit more easy he came in said hey I can't pronounce his full name this is who I am I'm so happy to be here with you. I love me some Nate. Just simple Literally. and sexy. Because when you find, you don't have to do all that. You don't yeah. have to compensate. Okay? Nate right. got it going on. I love him. We're going to talk about yeah. him more. We love, I love Nate. Him. Also, mm-hmm. I was trying to think about the guys who I recommended for like my top three. And I think Nate was the only one who their entrance was shown. Because Pardeep's entrance definitely wasn't shown. Yeah, I think so. And you know what? We're, we're going to talk about Joe too. But they did show his entrance. And oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so yeah um so, and obviously the worst interests were no pants guy for sure yeah insane and colton i hated colton's Mm-mm. entrance Mm-mm. i hated colton's yeah. entrance so Gross. his entrance like she was he was like here's this ruler like be my teacher like punish me i'm like oh oh first of all like, teachers what? don't hit children anymore like at least you're right. not supposed to so let's start there right. <laughs> Also, too, like, again, I think it just rubs me the wrong way because I already know he's The Bachelor. And mm-hmm. so, like, part of me is like, why are you doing all of this? Oh, Clayton. You know? Clayton. Yeah, oh, Clayton. Clayton. Sorry. <laughs> you know I, what? Like, I, I was going to bring up that he really gives me, like, Colton vibes, which is yeah. why I feel like the producers <laughs> picked him. Because um, he's basically, like, Colton 2.0, like, the big, like, muscly, yeah. like, football guy. And yeah, sorry. Clayton, he seems nice, though. He seems really nice. And I actually didn't mind him too much throughout the show. It didn't seem like Correct. they focused on him, like, too, Correct. too much. He yeah. actually seemed genuine and really excited to meet and get to know um 100%. michelle so i don't believe that he was on the show with the with the um you know the express purpose of wanting to be the bachelor but i do feel like still that as soon as the producer saw him he just had yeah. bachelor tattoos yeah. in his head and they were like yeah. oh he's gonna be a bachelor no matter what so but i hated his entrance yeah it was whack it was very whack I just hated it. <laughs> you know but I think also I I'm gonna I know this and I'm putting my bias out here now I'm probably going to end up being very critical of mm-hmm. Clayton moving mm-hmm. forward because I know he's the bachelor and I just yeah. think it's super unfair that like even right now we're recapping Michelle's season but we're already starting to be already. like oh Clayton our next bachelor mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's like she's not getting her full attention because he's already kind of taking that away and like I said I mean it's already kind of spoiled like I, I was into another podcast and they were really like look <laughs> it's fine that we know now but if he gets beyond like top eight 
we riot. Like, no, 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 no. You're not taking up a spot in top four, and we know yeah. it's not going to be you. Like, please don't do that. So I hope Michelle cuts him at some point. Obviously, he's going to make it pretty far, but hopefully yeah. not too far. Like, anything beyond really six, if he gets to hometowns, Girl, it's ridiculous stop it like it's ridiculous so yeah. right or like bachelor needs to just come out and be like we know that we'll see like cut you get two minutes of hometowns like yeah yeah exactly you know? exactly like you get the absolute but he still shouldn't even take up a spot from somebody at hometowns you yeah. know what i'm saying somebody who's actually like a serious contender but and so it's interesting to me and i i might be going back on what i said last time mm-hmm. they announced matt james before clay uh, Clacia's season mm-hmm. but at least we didn't have to watch him on the season like that's yeah we didn't know thing. anything about him yeah mm-hmm. we didn't know and like that dominated his season and that's yeah. its own thing but like why can't we just have the surprise of who's mm-hmm. the next like let the spoiler people spoil it like why yeah. has ABC come out and already said it because yep. they spoil who the next Bachelor Bachelorette is going to be anyways but exactly. like to have confirmation from them confirmation. I think is just that that additional level because like if Matt was on Clarentatia season and they were already gunning for him to be the next bachelor, like mm-hmm. fine, whatever, you know, right, like, and they right. didn't announce it. Yeah. I, I feel like they do that all the time. Right. They, they always say, Hey, here's our next person. Like, here's yeah. what. Yeah. They, they could have waited. Cause honestly, cause I was thinking, you know, obviously they wanted to do something to get people more invested in Michelle season, but people are going to be invested anyway, because you know, nine times out of 10, the guy who's going to be the bachelor is coming from Michelle's season. That's how yeah. it's always been. So if people are really interested to know, I think, uh, like I said, I just feel like they wanted to get the, uh, they just wanted to know, they just wanted the yeah. majority of the base <laughs> to know, like, hey, we're going back to a white guy, so don't y'all worry about it. Like, don't please worry about watch. this one little season. <laughs> right, like, please watch, please come back. That's all they care about. Oh my gosh, oh. so... Oh yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about the Joe situation since that kind of started with his entrance. So Joe comes okay. in, obviously very very cute. Uh, him and Michelle have a nice little conversation, and then mm-hmm. she she keeps saying that he looks familiar, and she realizes that the year before, and I believe with the <laughs> timeline, it was like right before she was on Matt's season that mm-hmm. she had slid into his DMs. You know, they're both from Minnesota, so obviously they probably have friends and stuff like that in common. She slid into his DMs. They had started talking on Instagram, and then he stopped responding to her. He ghosted her. Ghosted her, yeah. I Girl, when I saw that, and I was, I remember, I was like, so this is the guy I picked to be Michelle's husband. And now you're telling me <laughs> that he goes to her? Like, why? Why is this happening? First off. What? As, as attractive as we thought he would be. Like, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Also, yes, sir, huh? Mm-hmm. Why did you apply to The Bachelorette if you ghosted her? That, that is a question that really, really needs to answer. Because my thing is, you obviously knew that you were able to connect with this person without going on a television show because she literally has messaged you right. before so is there some type of motivation for being on television or was he telling I, I mean because I I really hope that he would not bring up the George Floyd situation yeah. right. as an excuse if that wasn't legitimately what was going on and legitimately the reason why but it was just I don't know it was just it was really weird and really sketchy and I feel like 
Michelle was very sketched out by the whole situation. And when they were having that private talk, I was saying, I was like, watch, he's going to get the last rose. They're going to leave us on our toes trying to see, oh, is she going to give him a rose or not? And she's going to ultimately end up giving him a rose. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I, if I'm able to, I retract him as my winner pick because there's just no way. I don't think that, I think something else is going to come up to where he is kind of sometimey about his feelings or something like that again, and she's going to let him go. So I just, I don't see Joe, I mean, I still see him going very far. I don't see him being the final pick anymore. I don't think that, I I guess I think he's going to do something else that's sketchy. A hundred percent. Well, and I think also too, like his answer was like, well, like I was in the middle of George Floyd square. Like I own property there. There were multiple shootings, like all of these things. And like, I was so happy that Michelle stood her ground and was like, I was a black woman living in Minnesota at the time. What could we not have connected about, you know? And so it's like, and I get it. Like you don't necessarily want to pour all your heart out to someone that you met on Mm -hmm. social media, but like, I could have just say it like, hey this isn't a good time for me right now I'm not really trying to date or or whatever like he like that's the that's the issue that he wasn't upfront that he just left her hanging like that and I don't know why so many people in dating do that because that is just I feel like it's easier for them but it's, it's not easier for the other person and it kind of shows a lack of maturity if you can't just come right out and tell somebody like hey this isn't a good time in my life or whatever or X, or I'm not attracted to you or whatever the situation is when you can't just be upfront is really a sign of not not very much maturity so joe why why joe why you do why you doing like this i was so disappointed i I was so disappointed same it was just (sighs) and i feel like that's just gonna be such a plot line and then like Mm -hmm. listen not to say like i don't know and i'd love to get your feelings about this but like Mm -hmm. given the sensitive nature of like um like not to say that how do I say this how do I want to say this (laughs) but like how do we how do we feel about like making the black man a villain on national television uh I'm yeah definitely not great (laughs) about it I mean obviously if the whole cast is full of black people and somebody has to be the villain then that's one thing but when there are other people who are available to be the villain and it doesn't have to be a black man I don't know why you would go there but do we think that he's gonna be the villain I don't I didn't get I didn't necessarily get that I just feel like if there is a storyline about this with him and Michelle I just think it's gonna be of his wishy-washiness not exactly the show throwing him under the bus but how michelle is just gonna always never be quite sure where he is with her feelings for him you know what i'm saying like i don't think the show is just gonna throw him under the bus though i i definitely i feel that and i see that Mm -hmm. and i think yeah that's much that i just like always get like there this cast i will say to me feels like there's a lot of diversity on it oh and i really love to see that and i think Mm -hmm. it's very like a lot of progress but then like mm-hmm. it always just makes me a little nervous too because I'm like mm-hmm. so like no ethnicities backgrounds or individuals are monolithic so like mm-hmm. there are very certain subsets and tropes that play into all of these different things and yeah. like yeah it's like with more representation which is what we need I feel like there are more there's more room for quote-unquote error you know yeah, and so for sure like, for sure I it's I mean I think it's the the work of being an Mm -hmm. equitable corporation or like being an ally in Mm -hmm. general is that like you have to continue to learn and you have to continue to do these things and you Mm -hmm. have to be 
aware of these and we want to see the representation. So I'd rather them bring more people on and yeah. quote unquote fail than yeah. not bring those people on at all. Absolutely. But like, I'm already like, my guard's already on where I'm like, yeah. please don't make this. Like when they brought on Matt's dad and we're like, your dad was an absent black dad. And we're, we were just like, yeah, Ooh. I know. Right. It was so <laughs> cringy. It was so cringy. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Cause I, I rather them bring the people on and not do a great job all the time than just not bring the people on at all. But also they could take better steps behind the scenes to make sure that doesn't happen by having more black people or people of color in those roles as producers and right. casting agents and things like that, because you still kind of see a lot of things where you're just like, okay, obviously a white person did this. Like for instance, yeah. um, <laughs> the fact that there are, there are a, a lot of biracial black men on Michelle's cast. And I don't feel like that's a coincidence. They're like, okay, Michelle's biracial. So let's bring on some, a lot of black biracial men for her. And it's like, yeah. it doesn't always have to be that, okay, well, right. she's biracial. So you, ha- you, know, you have to do this. Right. I feel like just the amount to me shows me that, yeah, that, that was probably the thought process. But not yeah. that it's a bad thing, but you always got to kind of think about the motivations for that type of thing. It's like, okay, are y'all just trying to, you know, drum up um you know curiosity between them or something that they just automatically have in common by doing this i guess i i guess that's where they were going with it but yeah here we are exactly so they need they need to change some things behind the scenes yeah we know this but yeah yeah but yeah i don't think that i don't think that joe is gonna be her winner anymore i just don't yeah okay so thoughts on so like after we got the entrances or before the entrances, I think mm-hmm. they did this little bit and I want to know mm-hmm. your thoughts about this because this plays into what I want to talk about next. But okay. they did this little bit where um, Tasha and Caitlin visited the guys when they first, because they're not at the mansion yet. <laughs> they're still at this hotel. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> that. Yes. And they visited the guys and I liked the idea of it, mm-hmm. right? They were like, hey, the way that someone is in their hotel room can tell you a lot about it. Like, mm-hmm. are you someone who just like throws all your stuff on the ground or like, do you hang it up? Like yeah. that part, I like get, I'm the same way. Someone's mm-hmm. coming to stay at my house. I'm like, how, you, how, how are you about, you know? Right, right, right. So they were like, quote unquote, going through the guy's stuff. Mm-hmm. Before we get into like what they found and how that played yeah. out, what did we think about this bit? I think it was just very unnecessary and if it's not something that you all do every season which is clearly not because we have never seen that before like why are we starting out and then I feel like you kind of always have to think about it if the genders were reversed like what if that was two guy hosts whales and you know freaking Ben or something going through women's rooms and their personal belongings and stuff that wouldn't be seen as ha 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 so cute and so goofy but the fact that it's women doing it to men is not a big deal like I don't know and I just feel like are you really getting a great impression of how somebody just lives based off of their hotel room that they've been in for a handful of days like this is probably not the place that they were quarantining yeah and I just think it was just so random and unnecessary and I feel like the purpose of them doing it is the drama that we ended up getting out of it I feel like that was the whole point like if nothing had came from that we never would have even saw that I feel like, 100%. you know. 100%. Now, I think it was just so inappropriate. Like, you're even giving mm-hmm. it, like, a nicer... Like, I just think it was so inappropriate, yeah. too. Yeah. I get that, like, you sign up to be on national television. So, like, mm-hmm. there is a, a level. And, like, 
at first I thought it was, I'm not gonna lie. At first I watched it and I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. Cause they were like, oh my God, skincare mm-hmm. is fun. It like, was fun that at part first. Of it was yeah. like, Mm-hmm. Fun. But then when we started to like use things against people, that's where to me, it just like turns so icky. You exactly. Know? Just- and if the purpose is to learn more about the guys for Michelle's benefit, was Michelle giving information about any of these men or was she only giving information about the one guy that they found the worst right. stuff on? And then the timing of everything too, like why was she only told about this after she met him? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just thought like, I just thought like you're saying the optics of it, if it was a guy it, mm-hmm. and it, they were going through girl stuff, that would have been, again, harassment, yes. like, <laughs> right. you know, and on top of it, it just like these people's personal lives are already being pushed into and pried into mm-hmm. and like they're going into something and like mm-hmm. to then go through their stuff and be like, hey, this is like, I felt like this would be like if my mom went through my journal when I was younger and then mm. was like, I saw you wrote some shit about me. Like, you're in trouble. I'd be like, what? Like, right. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. And I feel like if that guy really was on there, you know, for the wrong reasons or whatever, I feel like that would have could that would have shown itself at some point throughout the show in a more natural way than something that was clearly very producer driven obviously the producers knew about him having all the files and they probably egged Taisha and you know Caitlin to go find it so that we could talk about it on the show or something like that and yeah we can go ahead and get into details about that so what was his name anyway I don't even remember it was Ryan Ryan. Girl, yes, hot mess Ryan. So just in case you didn't watch or if anybody missed this, Ryan is the ice cream guy. And before he had met Michelle, you know, obviously Taisha and Caitlin went into the guy's room, snooping around, and they found that he had these pretty big folders with like a lot of very, very detailed information about the show and Michelle and how to not be the bad guy and contestants who did well. He had pictures of people. It was just basically a, a bachelorette one-on-one how to make it far. Yeah. Like a, like a playbook. Yeah. Like a, literally a playbook. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. where it was and what it was. And so Tasha and Caitlin found it and they told Michelle about it after she had met him, Michelle confronted him about it. They went back to the room and he showed it to her and she ended up reviewing it and all that. And she sent his ass home and I'm so glad she did. So we did not have to spend half the season trying to figure out if he was there for the right reasons or not. Yeah. We know. He's yeah. Not. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy he's gone, but I also, so the planner and me loved it. The planner in me was like, I love that you did your research. I love that you brought pictures. You wrote detailed notes in the margin. It's not getting caught, though. Right. Like, Like, rule number one is to not get caught. He got caught. Like, Like, you know. He should have studied that at home and left it at home. I think it is. So here are a couple things that I think about it. Mm -hmm. One, I don't think he's the only one who did that. Definitely not. He, for sure, like... There are people who actively, like Nick Vial has more than enough time said, like the second I got cast on it, I went through, I watched every single season. I saw people who did really well. Mm -hmm. I emulated Mm -hmm. their behaviors. I said the same things that they did. I think it's kind of stupid to not, you should know not what go you're getting blind. into. It. Yeah, like, you should go, go and blind. Now, do 100%. I think you need a playbook that's like, here are phrases to say, here are phrases not to say? Absolutely not. But like, mm-hmm. same thing, what Thomas in uh, Katie season yeah. got 
blacklisted because he said, yeah, one time, like before coming on the show, I thought about what it would be like if I were a bachelor, which again, mm-hmm. who, who named, doesn't? Who, I bet every single one of the girls yep. who got cast and who showed up or every single one of the guys who got cast and showed up mm-hmm. this season probably have thought, oh, I could potentially yeah. be the bachelor after this. One, You're just, one thousand percent. Yeah. Just don't say it out loud. And yeah. so like, for me, I don't really think what he did was a quote unquote bad thing. The one thing I think was problematic was mm-hmm. like how to get more screen time. Like that to me was super mm-hmm. sketchy, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, that's your, your motivation for it. But the whole, like, you know, understanding what the phrases are. Like Bachelor Nation has so many phrases yeah. that like, if I was not ingrained in it, I would have no idea what they meant. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. Who, people who did well, fine. Also too, like, got to print, like, get yourself a journal. You need one, I'll send you one. That's right? what I was about like, to say. His crime <laughs> was being stupid because right. why do you have folders labeled Bachelorette and stuff? Like, if he would have had, like, a little simple black notebook with no label on it, Kaylin and Tasha, if they were truly in there, like, on their own accord and not sent there by the producers and the producers right. had no idea about this, they would have saw something like that. They would have assumed it was private and they would not have opened it. I'm Hopefully, you know, I, I think yeah. enough of them to think that they would have respected his privacy at least that much, but you have folders labeled Bachelorette. Yeah. Well, and I think too that like so many doing? people have journals when they, like Natasha mm-hmm. said she had a journal when she came through. And I think there's always someone each season it was Nick Vial on his season. Yeah. And I don't remember who it was last season, but you kind of have someone who's like, here's what's going on. Yeah. Here's how the show's format is because there are always someone who's never watched it. And there's always someone who's always watched right. it. Right, right, like right. you said, his crime was being stupid. Like yeah. we he... just need to get out of this mindset that these people are really on this show to fall in love because both of both you and I can attest that you don't have to go on the show to find love and fall exactly. in love. And the exactly. majority of people who go on the show don't leave with love. Right. But they do leave with a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> so Which, like, that is it, way it, more guaranteed <laughs> uh, it, it's a different type of love one yes say. exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. also yeah, too, but he was an like, idiot yeah he was an idiot and then when he got caught he was like oh my my girlfriends and my best guy friend's wife like wrote down these the lies. like i was, was sitting the there lies. thinking and like if this was me again one wouldn't first be that stupid mm-hmm. and then second off like i feel like if he would have said like hey i know nothing about this show like i was really like I'm a nervous person and I process things through writing it down. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Michelle would have been more understanding. But the lies you know? and the stumbling and the BS was the problem. And then with him lying and saying that he was not familiar with the show, when according to one of the podcasts I listened to, he was actually, you know how Bachelor had that like live show they did? Yes. He was like on there no as like a contestant. Way at the live show you have to be like a super super fan to go to the live show yeah. like i didn't right. even go to the live show literally so, i didn't go to one of those one in my city exactly so he's clearly a super yeah. fan or he's friends with people who are super fans and he cared enough to go with them like he could he should have stopped with the lies and it was just all cap it was so ridiculous like stop so yeah. he deserved to go home for that because that would have been something we, we would have had to hear about for like the next two literally. months yeah I mean, it's good that he's gone. <laughs> yes. It's good that he's gone. We got that out of the way, but man, come on. Yeah. Yep. He's going to be on live television. Don't be that stupid. Right, 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 right. Okay. And so the last person I want to talk to that I have to save the best for last is our boy, Nate. You know uh, what? I feel so guilty saying that Nate seemed like the type of guy who was 
you know, just there for a, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I really regret that. <laughs> because Nate was giving me hubby vibes. Like, I feel like from the jump, soon as he yeah. walked up, they had like instant chemistry. He yes, was She so looked up into those eyes and I girl, said it's over. Looked up because he is 6'8", okay? <laughs> and it's like, he just had this this swag to him. He was so sexy, like so relaxed and literally every time they were around each other, you just felt sparks. So if she would not have given the first impression rose to him, I don't know who she would have given it to because it didn't seem like Honestly. she vibed with anybody the way that she vibed with him. It was... Yeah, it was, it, it was, was pretty electric. It was, yeah, I like could, if she would have pulled a Claire, like this is my husband, I'm done. I'd be okay. I'm going to period. I get it. Girl, I see get, it. Your, get your man, <laughs> <sis>. <laughs> Yeah. Get no, your I mean, man. He, like we said, he came in, he didn't have this big old show mm-hmm. about like, here's what, like he didn't do anything in the entrance. Mm-hmm. I also thought like he was so respectful. Like she gave kind of like a speech and he was like, hey, like just like, he had this glass of wine in his hand and he was mm-hmm. like, let's just go for a little walk. Like, yep. you know, yep, and yep, yep. when in his conversation, like, I love that he was like, I have a really hard time expressing myself and being vulnerable. Like mm-hmm. he just came out and said that, like yep, you just yep. about saved yourself. Like that's like two months of dating right there. Seriously. To to that one spot. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, he was so great. He was so upfront. And I love that he, even though he was hesitant and I love that Michelle kind of pulled it out of him a little bit when he brought up his family, I feel like he made himself very relatable because a lot of us don't have the, you know, the love story, that example of love in their life that their parents have been together since forever and they're just still together. You know what I'm saying? Like you had that story, Laura, I don't have that story. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that kind of made him way more relatable because I feel like everybody on the show always come with, yes, my parents have been together for 50 years. And it's like the rest of us are looking like, but it shows that there's nothing wrong with that and you can still have a healthy view of love even when you did come from a divorced household like it doesn't yeah. mean that you're just screwed up with love for the rest of your life you know and I feel like 100%. sometimes the show can kind of give that really romanticized impression that if your parents didn't do this then you're probably gonna have all these daddy issues or whatever else and that's not necessarily yeah. <laughs> true you I know feel like- every trope every single season there's a trope and it's I just want the love that my parents have like absolutely you know and it's like like you said my parents have been together for forever you know Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. I also recognize that like I don't like think that their relationship is perfect either right you know and so like I think it's so just healthy to come into something and say like hey I've seen love or I haven't seen love but like Mm -hmm. I'm here to like build my own future and like with you and like the fact that it didn't come off as gimmicky. Like it didn't Mm -mm. come off. He kind of said like, I don't really feel comfortable talking about it. And Michelle was Mm -hmm. like, but I would really appreciate it if you did. I'm like, an an emotionally available and mature female. I loved it. I loved it. That was obviously my favorite conversation to watch. And I don't know if you noticed, but from like the trailer for the rest of the season, Nate is in that. Yeah, he's in a lot. I think, I think he's top two. He's he he is one he is one thousand top two. If not number one, somebody is gonna have to just if we, if come we out the world from the beginning. I'm, I'm gonna be so saying. proud of us. I'm gonna be so proud of us. Because you know what? My you know what? My my original winner pick doesn't count because that was before we had seen the episode. So this is my real winner pick. Now. 
<laughs> it is Nate. It is Nate. Like if it's not Nate, it's because he screws up very badly. Yeah, it's up. not because Michelle doesn't want him. He he's gonna he would have to do something to. I feel like this is his to lose at this point. I need to look at the statistic of what the percentage is of like the people who get the first impression rose to Ooh. who wins. It's very good on the Bachelorette. Like a, the majority of the Bachelorettes who are still with their guy, it has that has been the guy they gave the first impression rose to also. So I don't know. I think it's going to be really good. Way better than on the Bachelor because they are clearly very hard at picking them. And I don't know. If I was on The Bachelor, I would feel some type of way if my guy picked me at the end, but he didn't give me the first impression rose. So what does that mean? Why didn't you want me yeah. immediately? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you, were you able to Did find you, Fun it? fact, contestants have cried 47 times during The Bachelor premiere. That's a weird fact. Wow. What are you, first of all, why are you crying <laughs> on night one? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Okay, 23 first impression roses mm-hmm. have been given to people who make it to final two. Mm. That's a big All, stat. Across like Bachelor and Bachelorette? So yeah, it must be Bachelor both. and okay. Bachelorette. That's really so, good. Yeah, 23 contestants really, who really received good. the first impression rose. Um, mm. Okay, so on the Bachelorette, Catherine and um, Kath, uh, Sean Lowe's season and mm-hmm. uh Peter Weber's season were the final winners. Peter don't count. Peter yeah, don't Peter, count. Again, we're, we so don't so Sean Lowe once again <laughs> holding it down for the bachelors. <laughs> Sean's back has to be hurting from carrying the bachelors because he is the only good example at this point. Does it show that set broken down for the bachelorette? I'm pulling I think I had to go into a new article. Mm. Okay. So Deanna was the mm-hmm. first one. So Deanna. Okay. She picked her first impression rose, okay. Jesse. They got engaged. Um, Rachel Lindsay picked yes. hers. Oh, yeah. I forgot that she gave Brian her first impression rose. Hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So Hannah Brown gave it to Luke Parker. Mm-hmm. Did not pick him. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a oh, shit yes. job. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. First rose winners. There we go. Deanna and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie and uh, Robert, they're not together, but he won. Okay. And that was her first impression, so that's two. Yeah. Then we have Sean Lowe and Catherine. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Briscoe. Um, they broke up. Sean she, they were together for a while, though. Yeah, for that's three true. three years. Yeah. yeah, they were together for a JoJo long time. JoJo Fletcher and Jordan. Yeah. I've already lost <sighs> count, so. <laughs> that's like four. I think that's at least four. Three or, that's, that's four bassarets, I think. <laughs> okay there's still more rachel Lindsay, and brian mm-hmm. um becca and garrett yep yep they were together Peter for a and while Hannah Ann, but again Mm-mm. you know Mm-mm. we don't count them <laughs> and then claire claire and dale are the ones who are like yeah. made it wow so see the bachelorettes are way better at picking them and and hopefully michelle and nate because this is like i said this is his this is his to lose i feel like he has all the potential in the world and she is really interested in him and they have a great chemistry and i love him i love him it's nate it's nate for me it's the nate for me (laughs) yep 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 yep. but yeah this season i don't know from the trailer it looked like it's gonna be really exciting yeah, really excited 
really excited. I think get a little bit of travel too, which I cannot wait for. That I did get a little bit of travel. It seems like she had a connection with a few different guys, but obviously Nate was the predominant one. I saw Joe in the trailer a couple of times, like a handful of times. It didn't seem like he was in it a lot, so... <laughs> What do you feel like the drama is going to be this season? Besides the, like, you're not here for the right reasons. Okay, so there was a preview where Colt, Colt, I'm calling him Colton now too. Colton. Colton Colton 2.0. Clayton (laughs) was calling somebody a player, and they edited it to look like he was calling Nate Nate. a player. But we don't know if he was calling Nate a player or if they just edited it weird like that. I really hope that it's not Nate who he's talking to. But I'm kind of surprised that Colton is going to be Colton. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Colton 2.0. That Clayton is going to be caught up in this drama. I mean, obviously, we know his edit is going to be fantastic since he is the next Bachelor, but I was really surprised. He didn't even seem like the type who would even get caught up in anything like that. So I'm really interested to find out who he's actually talking about because I'm not just taking the producer's word for it that he's talking about now because yeah it just seem i'm excited good. to see the fight where the guy throws someone's jacket in the pool that's the oh. fight i can't wait for because that is just messy. <laughs> like, so messy that is just messy that i and i can't wait for it <laughs> it is so messy i'm excited about it too yeah i'm excited about that i'm excited about the travel um i'm excited to see if we're right oh my gosh i'm so and i'm happy that we're not gonna look at any spoilers or anything I, this will be my first weird? season does it, it does. feel weird yeah i'll say the same thing it feels mm-hmm. really weird for me to not look at spoilers and like it does not. but i do feel like it has felt more fun to me yeah. going into it without looking at spoilers because like if you already know the ending it's like watching a movie and you yeah. already know how the movie is going to end it's like kind of what's the point you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how it all goes down. And I just really hope that we're right. If she doesn't end up with Nate, I'm really going to be heartbroken because they just seem so Same. perfect. Same. Then Nate needs to be the next Bachelor, not Colton 2.0. Girl. No. <laughs> they have to bring back their uh, their base. The base oh, not having it. The base saying no more. They we said Colton mm-hmm. 2.0. They said, they said, we've had a lot of chocolate lately. <laughs> they said, come on. <laughs> like we know no more chocolate too much milk. flavor we too need much, some whole milk right now <laughs> maybe even some two percent okay we're not <laughs> it's a i love it i love it but yeah i'm excited so we'll see but oh. yeah guys thank y'all again for listening y'all have supported our first episode so so much we are so thankful it is doing really really well oh, we hope y'all you. are going to enjoy this episode too um we're not going to have an episode next week but we will be back in a couple of weeks so we're going to re- recap maybe two to three episodes mm-hmm. all at once and we will let y'all know closer to the date once we have that lockdown because you know me me and Laura, we just we just go with the flow you know what i'm saying we're like the wind so we'll be back we just can't tell you when (laughs) but we will be back stay tuned i can't wait yes Yes. me too me too thank you so much for joining me again laura all the way from north carolina it is always a pleasure yeah we'll see where where we are in the world next time but uh girl what if nate is gone what if nate is like gone next time (laughs) that would be so depressing (laughs) we'll have to hold like like a memorial yes (laughs) yes yes seriously seriously i'm gonna be so heartbroken dressed in all all black like (laughs) yes 
<laughs> with a veil, all that. With the whole all nine. It's going to be a all full funeral. If we'll Nate have a funeral. Yes, but uh, we're speaking into existence that Nate won't be gone. But I don't know. From that trailer, Joe might be. Because he was only in like one or two <laughs> clips. He was not in it a lot. It was yeah. weird. It was it's okay. Weird. If Joe's gone, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. <sighs> yeah, that'll be better than Nate. Than Nate. I'd rather Joe be gone than Nate. So same. We love you, Nate. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. Yeah. We will talk Thank to y'all you. soon. Bye bye.